Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura, and I'm so glad that you are joining in today. Hope you're having a great Tuesday morning. I sure am. The, the sun is out here in the Northwest, so it's always a good day when the sun is out. Um, I'm so, I'm, I'm really, really excited for this topic of um, fear. And we're going to be talking about killing fear today. And I know I did another podcast earlier about three ways fear lies to us. So this is a good attachment onto that. Fear is just something I have been thinking about a lot lately and how all of us deal with it, how all of us need to overcome it at some level. And so um, we're going to be talking about that, that today. So before we get into the episode, make sure that you are leaving this podcast a written review on Apple Podcasts. I'm so thankful for every single one of you that are faithful to tune in, to listen. Um, we're really building a Future Is Now family here, and I'm so excited to see what comes uh, from it in the future. I love each and every one of you. So thank you guys if you've already written a uh, written review on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't, make sure you go ahead and do that. And as always, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Spencer Knock, and I would love to talk to you and hear your thoughts about how the episode is today. So uh, without further ado, get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, let's jump into this. We're talking today about killing fear. Killing fear. Uh, If we examine our own lives, I think every single one of us knows that we at some level have different areas of fear that we need to overcome. And so I just thought I would take an episode. Honestly, I'm really excited about this episode. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot and journaling about it a lot and thinking and processing. So I decided to come out kind of with an independent episode away from any series um, about how we can kill fear. Because a lot of people that I talk to on Instagram, a lot of you guys that message me, a lot of it has to revolve around, hey, I have a fear of this. I, I, I have a fear of overcoming this. And um, it's something that is so relevant to today. And it's something that has a grip on a lot of people. And I just believe that this podcast and this episode is going to bless uh, you guys listening. So in order to kill fear, it's a pretty uh, outlandish, not outlandish, it's a pretty big statement. You know, killing fear. It's a big statement. It's a big deal. And so I always know that um, in order to kill something, you have to understand it. In order to beat something in a battle, you really have to understand your enemy. And a lot of times what we see is we see fear on Instagram. We see fear on um, like even podcasts or whatever, but it's always like cute posts, you know, like faith over fear, which isn't which I believe. I really do believe that. Uh, but it's all these like posts about fear and it's always leaving me with the question, okay, cool post, but what the heck does that even mean? Like, what does it look like? Like, what are we talking about? I understand faith over fear, but we really have to understand fear in itself to be able to overcome it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, what is fear? If you were to define it, I'll give you a second to think about this. How would you define fear? I would personally define fear in its most basic element as an instinct humans have that promotes survival. Fear is something that every human has. 
And if we look at the, the reasons that we have fear is fear instinctually in us promotes survival. We see it in animals all the time. Animals have instincts that, that draw them away from danger. Same with humans. Um, you know, something that's super interesting is this uh, doctor, Dr. Masako Tamaki of Brown University. She did a, a study on sleep. And what's interesting is, I, you might know this too, is like I never sleep as good at hotels or Airbnbs or away from my home that I do at home. Like when you go on vacation, you know, you know, like when you go on vacation and you come back and you're like, oh, there's nothing like my bed and you sleep so good that first night. Why is that? Turns out there is a reason. It's because when we are away from our home, when we're away from our environment, what happens is when we're sleeping somewhere that's less familiar, our brain activity while we're sleeping is heightened to where we hear sounds and are woken up by sounds way easier than we are when we are at home. Now, why is that? It's because our body instinctually knows that we are in a place that's not familiar. And so it's more uh, prone to danger than in our home. And so it'll wake us up more because it keeps our body alert. It's a, it's a danger mechanism. Isn't that crazy? And so like we can see that in ourselves, like when you're walking, maybe you're walking in the city and there's a shortcut in a dark alley, but you don't take the shortcut through the dark alley. Why? Because your instinct says, no, that could be more dangerous. Let's just take the long way. You know, it's, it translates to our natural fear of heights, right? Because heights can be dangerous. And so a lot of people don't like heights because there's a natural fear. So fear in, in its most basic element is a human instinct that promotes survival. Um, but what has happened, I think, is fear has adapted itself to the 21st century because, you know, we don't live with like the fear of, I mean, a lot of us don't live with the fear of, you know, a predator coming and killing us, you know? So obviously our fear has evolved, but when we're talking about fear, it still is instinctually within us. And it's something that we feel and we feel a survival mentality to, um, survive socially and to survive professionally. To survive socially and professionally. That's what we feel. And that's why we have a fear attached to those. Socially, like the internet and social media has created a picture of what's normal and what's acceptable. The, the image we should be presenting, the life we should be living, the things that people should be seeing, and it's all projection. And so we have an instinctual survival mentality that we need to survive in the social context of our world. And along with that is professionally and professionally, like with your job that can boil down to, it's all about provision. It's all about providing for our families. It's all about money because if we don't have money, we don't have food. If we don't have money, we don't have shelter. Um, so all of that has to do with surviving professionally. That's why all of us like are afraid to lose our jobs. All of us are afraid of rejection socially because um, fear has evolved itself to the 21st century. Where it's we have to survive socially and we have to survive professionally. Our instincts want us to survive in these environments. But here's the crazy thing about the kingdom, guys. Our instincts want us to survive, but God wants us to die. And that's the first step to really overcoming fear in our lives. Realizing that God wants us to die. Not like physically. Okay, physically. Like Luke 9, 24 Jesus says, whoever loses their life for me will save it. 
whoever loses their life for me will save it. So what we have to understand in battling fear, like we are still in the, un, in the concept of you have to understand something to overcome it. And fear is our fleshly instinct to survive. But in order to kill that flesh, we have to combat it with, with our spirit, with the spirit of the living God. So it's the balance, it's, the te- it's not the balance, it's the tension between flesh and spirit. And slowly how we kill fear is we starve fear. How you kill fear is you starve fear because it's something that for all of our lives we've probably fed and we've probably grown and we've probably nourished and we've probably coddled to the point where it's this giant monster in our lives that we can't even understand how to overcome. But how you start overcoming it is you start starving it. And a big, uh, a big red flag that I see when we talk about fear is, listen, I, I totally believe in the miraculous power of God. I totally believe that a second with Jesus can change everything. I totally believe in miraculous healing. But with, with that said, I, fear is not going to be overcome in a second. Fear is not going to be overcome in a day. But what it is, is the longer we have fed fear, the longer we're probably going to have to starve fear before we truly overcome it. And that, that leads me to the concept, because I, I actually want to give practical applications to what we're talking about. That starving fear, guys, listen to me. Starving fear requires action, not just thought. And the trap that we get into when we're talking about fear is we think about it so much. We try and like rationalize it in our mind. We try to battle it in our mind. There's so many things that we're afraid of that we think about, but that just leads to anxiety. That just leads to us being anxious because you're not going to overcome fear in your mind. You're you're only going to overcome fear through action. And... I remember when I, I remember when I was, um, the first time we have a, I live in Piaup and we have the state fair here. We have something that's called the extreme scream, you know, and it's one of those rides. It's like, if you've ever been to Disneyland, it's kind of like guardians of the galaxy ride or, you know, Hollywood tower of terror, whatever you do, but it's where it's, you're in, you're strapped into this, uh, you know, roll. It's not really a roller coaster. You're strapped into this thing and this just shoots you way up super fast. Then it comes down, it shoots you back up, kind of like a, a bungee. Um, but I remember the first time I was at the fair and I was looking at that ride and it looks terrifying. I hate heights. It looks so scary. And I'm like, oh, there's no way that I could do that because it's like, man, if I do that, I might die. What if the the my strap comes unhinged and I fly off and I fall at like 200 feet in the air and I die? You know, all these all these things. I, it was scary. But then, of course, you know, my friends are like, let's do it. You know, you start hyping each other up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this ride. Come on. And I remember, I still remember being in that line and being terrified. I still remember going up to that ride and the closer I got to it, it's crazy because the more scared I actually got it, like the fear became a lot more real. And 
I was in my head, I was like, it's going to be okay. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. But that didn't change the fact of how scared I was. Then I got in, I strapped up, right? I'm in, I'm in the ride. And I remember I was so terrified. I was so terrified all the way up until it shot up, came back down, shot back up again, then came all the way down. Then afterwards, I was like, wow, that was awesome. That was so much fun. And then so it's like, okay, you know, then the next day we go back and people are like, let's ride that ride again. And you know what's crazy is the next day, I was still scared. I like, I was still scared, but, but I was less scared. It was still scary, but I had already done it. So I had already understood that like, okay, I'm probably not going to die, but there's a part of me that's like, Hey, maybe I still might die. And what happened is we, we went on it a second time again. It got scarier and scarier as I went up, but still not as scary as the first time. And then we rode the ride the second time. And then the more I rode the extreme scream, the more I went on that ride, you know what happened? The scarier it got. Scarier it got. To now, I could ride it. You know, I could ride it 10 times. And it's not scary. You know why? It's because I did it and I realized it was fun. I realized I wasn't going to die. I realized that, you know, I'm not really in danger. Um, and that slowly experience in action starved my fear of it because it really eliminated all the possibilities of the unknown that I was afraid of and brought me to the only real conclusion that is based in reality, which is that I had fun, I was safe, and it wasn't going to kill me. So why do I say that? I say that is because a lot of us think that we have to overcome fear before we act and, you know, and go where God has called us to do and do things that we want and pursue dreams and take a step. We, we don't have to overcome fear before you take a step of faith. In fact, faith is walking forward in spite of your fear. Because if we walk forward in spite of our fear, just watch how fear begins to lose its grip on you. It loses its grip because you start to understand that the millions of realities and possibilities, not realities, the millions of thoughts and possibilities that you are afraid of are not going to happen. They're just not going to happen. And so the, 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 the conversations I have with you guys is, hey, I, I want to I start a podcast. I want to start a podcast, but I'm afraid of what people will think. Hey, buddy. Hey, girl. Join the club. That's literally what I was, where I was at last December when I launched this podcast. I wanted to launch a podcast. I was afraid of what people would think. I'd never done anything like it. And you know what happened after? So before, I mean, I'll, I'll just speak from personal experience. I launched this podcast. I launched, you know, uh, posting on, on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok. And you know what I thought the very first time I posted? What if people don't like it. What if people don't view it? What if people think that I what I'm saying is stupid? Uh, what if I say the wrong things? And then I posted it once and you know what I realized is like that didn't happen. <laughs> In fact, like I had more support than I didn't. Um, but at the end of the day, another thing too was like I knew that God wanted me to do it, so I was just I was just going to do it. And you know what made that made it easier to do is post the second time. 
and the third time and the fourth time. And now I'll put out a podcast and I'll post and I couldn't care less about that, that idea that somebody might not agree with it or somebody might not receive it. Because guess what? People do. You know, as, as the podcast has grown, I'm telling you guys, every single episode I put out, everything I post on Instagram, there are people that disagree with me. There are people that hate on me and there are people that, you know, call me a kid, call me naive, call me, you know, a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, whatever, whatever it is. But the more that I've walked out and took action steps to starve my fear, I'm telling you right now, my fear is withering. My fear is starved. And I am so faith-filled because I allowed God to prove his faithfulness. I allowed God, when I stepped out, to tell me, hey, there are so many possibilities, but guess what? When you're doing what I have called you to do, when you're stepping out in faith, I'm going to take care of you. And that is what I have learned. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of you guys, you're afraid. Maybe you're afraid of changing jobs. Like you just feel like you, you, God is calling you to do something else. But the more you take action steps towards it, the more God is going to reveal his faithfulness to you and the less scary it is going to be and the less fear is going to control you, the less you're going to listen to your flesh. And I love this verse, Romans 12, 2. You might have heard it, you might not, but Romans 12, 2 says this, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. It's the difference of being conformed to the world or being transformed. And the more that we listen to our instinctual fleshly fear, the more that we will be conformed to the world. But the more that we step out in faith, guys, the more we just take a step, the more that we will begin being transformed by the renewal of our mind. And some of you just don't trust God enough because you've never put your life in a position where he can show his faithfulness. You've, you've lived a cozy life, you've lived a comfortable life, and you've listened to fear the entire time. You've listened to fear say, don't do that because people might think you're stupid. What? No, no, no. You can't try another church because the last one hurt you. And so what if you get hurt by this next one? No, no, no. You should not date because remember you got hurt by this person. So why would you date? Because that's going to happen again. No, 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 no. These are fleshly, worldly fears that we need to begin to starve. Starve fear by eliminating the unknown. Now, what do I mean by that? Fear thrives in the unknown. Think about it. The only reason you fear is because there's a lot of unknown possibilities that could happen. If that wasn't the case, you wouldn't be fearful. If you knew the answer, you wouldn't fear. And so fear thrives in the unknown. Now, let me paint a picture for you, okay? Um, say we were face-to-face -face and I have, you know, you ever know those like the lottery uh, balls that have all the numbers on it, right? So imagine I'm spinning one of those and there are thousands, I'm talking thousands of different colored um, lottery balls in there. There's not, they're not numbers, they're, they're colors, right? And all in the midst of those, there's so many different colors and out of the thousands of possibilities, there is one blue ball. There's one blue ball, okay? So my question to you, is if I told you, hey, I'm going to spin this round and round and round and round and round and round, and I'm going to reach in, and if I pull a blue ball, 
it's going to help your life. If I pull, pull a red ball or a yellow ball or a green ball or a purple ball or any of these other balls, it's going to hurt your life. Do you trust me? Uh, you know what you would probably say? No, I don't trust you. And But I'm telling you, I'm like, no, dude, I promise you I'll get the color blue. I promise you I'll get the color blue. And it's like, ah, fine, I'll try it once, right? So I spin this thing round and round, thousands, thousands, thousands of possibilities, thousands of possibilities. I reach in with no hesitation and I pull out and it's blue. You'd probably be pretty shocked, right? You'd be like, what the heck? Are you some kind of magician? So I'm like, okay, cool. I put, the, I put it back in and I'm like, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll spin it again. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull the color blue. You're probably at this point, you're probably like, nah, the, the odds of that happening twice are like, no way. Right. So I spin it, I spin it, I spin it, I spin it. I pull the color blue. Now let's keep going and say over and over and over. I am pulling the color blue over again and over again and over again. I reach in blue. I reach in blue. I reach in blue. Now the first time you thought impossible. The second time you thought highly unlikely. The third time you thought no way, but however, maybe the 25th time, maybe the 48th time, maybe the 78th time you would finally be like, no, obviously you're going to pull the color blue. Our lives are literally day by day Trusting that God is going to do what he says he's going to do and understanding, guys, it's understanding he is faithful even when we are faithless. It's understanding that although it can be so scary to trust him and it can be so easy to listen to our fear, time and time again, he is always going to pull the color blue for us. He's always, if we're trusting his voice, if we're trusting his word, he is always going to pull the color that is going to benefit our lives. He's always going to take care of us. He is always going to protect us. He's always going to lead us into good things. He is always going to take care of our soul. He's always going to t- take care of us spiritually, emotionally, mentally. It's just a matter of trusting him, trusting he is who he says he's going to be. The first time, insanely scary. The hundredth time, not so scary. And you know what I what I love is I love getting around a really a really old like grandma, grandpa Christian. You know what I you know why I love that? is because I will basically give any problem. Oh, you know, oh man, like I I knew the these people and they're going through a really hard season with their marriage. Oh, COVID, 2020 hurt, businesses are closing down. Like I know somebody that lost his business. I know this guy that's going through an addiction, whatever. And you know what? You know what grandma and grandpa Christians do? They say, you know what? God is good. He's going to make a way. God is good. He's going to make a way. And it's like so frustrating sometimes because you're like, are you not listening to me? Like your hearing might not be as good as it once was. Like, are you not listening to me? Like I have issues in my life. I have problems. I have Goliaths in front of me. I have mountains in front of me. And, but you know what the difference is, is 
grandma and grandpa Christians have lived lives seeing Goliath giants get taken down so much and seeing God move so many mountains that nothing phases them, that they know that God is going to pull the color blue. They know that God is faithful. And so they're always like, it's going to be okay. God is good. And I want to live a life like that. I want to live a life where I trust God so much that I stop listening to my worldly fears. I stop being conformed to this world and I start just stepping out and starving my fear. It's literally the, been the, the mantra of this past year for me, guys. Like, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm telling you that I have faced more fear this past year and uncertainty than I ever have in my entire life. Like, leaving a job to pursue a dream is hard. It's hard financially. It's hard um, emotionally. It's hard spiritually. And, you know, my wife is literally the greatest woman in the entire world because she supported me the whole way. And even when I doubted myself, she didn't. But this has been the hardest year of my life, and it also has been the, the year that I have grown the very most in my entire life, in my relationship with God, because I've seen his faithfulness. I've just, I've just watched him be faithful in my life. And because of that, I'm telling you guys, it is not worth listening to your fears and letting them hold you captive. It's time to start starving your fears today. And whatever it may look like, get a piece of paper right now. I'm serious. I'm not playing. Get a piece of paper, get a pen and write down the things that you're afraid of. Write down the things that God has called you to do and write down the things that you're afraid of and pray today and say, God, help me to start starving my fear. Help me to start trusting you because I promise you this, the first step is the scariest. The first step is so terrifying. But the more that you experience, the more that we experience God's faithfulness, the, e the easier it gets because we understand he is faithful and he always will be. So um, I, I, I love uh, just walking this and, and discovering how faithful he is. And my heart for you guys is you will discover how faithful God is by starving your fears. Starve it. Seriously. Begin. Because you can't afford to, to, to live in fear and paralyzed you can't afford it so um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh this is by far my favorite episode that i've i've recorded to date i'll say that right now i'm not even done with it and it's already my favorite but um i seriously love each and every one of you guys i'm praying for you today that you god will begin to help you to starve your fear um if you love this episode make sure you share it on instagram um i'll give you guys i'll pick people at random to to give some free coffees to for you guys sharing this um, but I hope that your week is blessed. I hope that you begin to start starving fear. If you have more questions about the episode, just, just DM me on Instagram at Spencer knock. Um, besides that, I'm excited to see and hear the testimonies of the podcast. Let's keep moving it forward. Let's keep growing together. Um, as Christian leaders, I love you guys and I'll see you next time on the future is now.